Good evening to all my smokies and smokettes. It's Chris Baker. Hello, it's Lauren Baker. Getting baked with the bakers here. Another fantastic episode. Yep. Late, late winter after Christmas here. Yep, Christmas was amazing. Always. Hope everybody had a fantastic time. Hopefully got to get out and do something a little different. But then again, I know a lot of all our farmers and ranchers and everybody was the same old day in the grow room or out in the field getting work done. Thank you to all those people, that's for sure. Appreciate you guys. We're here tonight smoking on some... Cherry Squares. Bred by Moda Rebel, grown by ourselves out at Sweet Valley Farms. This is available for dispensaries here in the Oklahoma area. Correct Mundo has really good test results. Looking Something good. I think we're going to get into here a little bit later in yep. this episode is talking about test results. I'm going to go over the details that everybody can be looking for. Yeah, really, this strain is supposed to be very good for GI problems. And here in this family, that's, you know, a few of us have GI problems. Yeah. So we're always looking for strains to help relieve any symptoms associated with said GI problems. This is actually a strain that was recommended to us, I do Correct. believe, by someone earlier in the year when we had put out uh, feelers, seeing a, for if anybody had any good recommendations for GI strains, and they had recommended this, and we were able to get our hands on it, and it has been a great one so far, that is for sure. Yeah, pretty, pretty good terpene profile also. On a grower's standpoint, too, it did great out in the field. Mm -hmm. We were able to run some late in the season and did fantastic, held up to some wild and rough weather and went unintended for a long time, too, and still did great. Yep. It's very pretty, too. Mm-hmm. We got, told. yeah, we got some going out there right now, too, don't we? We do. Looking beautiful. Did so good, we couldn't. Couldn't leave it behind and earn yeah. some more. You know that it looks good whenever you start taking more and more clones. Yeah. yeah. Definitely wish we had some more seeds for it next year. For yeah. sure. I think we got some great choices lined up in our possibles menu for next year, which will be pretty cool. Yeah, what else do we got going out there currently? Oh, uh, we got lava runts. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Both the lava runs and cherry squares are in week three and four. And then we also got some SFVOG, which we also ran this year that did great. SFV is always a good one for us. It is, it is. Our, we, had, we had this really cool pheno. We were a little nervous in the beginning up in Colorado, and I called it the spade leaf pheno. Every single one of its... Well, in the beginning, all of its leaves were just one single spade. It was so cool. Uh -huh. We'll definitely have to post some pictures. That thing was a, yeah. a looker. It grew It grew pretty wild, too. It yielded great, but it was the first one oh. to come down. It came down so early in the it year did. just because it was and finicky it was to the clouds. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit tricky. It was definitely a bit of a nightmare, but it was worth it, I guess, if we ran it, it again. Yeah, well, it, 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 it liked it down here, I think, a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. We also... Got the breeding room is in flower also, which is cool. We got yep. just started releasing pollen on the fem, fem line. So hopefully those will be done getting pollinated by the end of the week. And that, some that's a cool fun stuff process. Going. I'm excited about that one. I know a lot of people are excited for us to finally have a fem line of seeds available. So that's cool. I know it's 
super helpful for the home grower to not have to worry about sexing and all that. So I feel you guys. I understand that. Yep. Can't start too many to go through and pick it out. Yeah, you got to yeah. just have faith. Yep. Yeah. Let's see what we got here for some of our strains for maybe next year. We got to definitely pick a one-to-one. That's for sure. If we want to run the same grapefruit web one-to-one we ran this year that did fantastic, or if maybe we want to run molten core again like we did our last year in Colorado. That was a great strain. I mean, big, beautiful, beautiful plant, yielded fantastically. I mean, it was super resilient too, which was awesome. So that thing got a, tall. We yeah. even had to adjust our greenhouse to it because... I mean, in that size of a pot, you're not going to be able to move. I mean, obviously the roots are going through and everything, but yeah, we had to adapt our greenhouse. Yeah, uh, that molten core is Ringo's gift, crossed with shock, shockwave, ocean-grown seeds. He was amazing yes. when we went and got this. Uh, we went to a Huge show shout up out and, to Doggo Grown of yep. Ocean Grown Genetics back at the 2019 Canacon there in Denver when we had gone and we we're searching for seeds to run for the following season for us and for Cooper and we couldn't find a single person nope. with one-to-one -one. and then we found him and he was the actual breeder for that strain and talked to us about everything in it so helpful so helpful it was yeah. it was able to answer the questions and give us details about yep. how it was grown and what the test results should look like. It was cool that he took us seriously and was, was invested able, yeah. in child patients and stuff like that. And he was actually in it for you know the reasons that made us happy to want to buy his strains and put out the money to run what he had. And definitely happy. And it definitely turned out amazing and was really good relief for Cooper. He is a very good one-to-one -one patient. Mm -hmm. Another great person like that professor p of dynasty who is you know the the grapefruit web i talked to him at the canicon and or might not have been canicon but in oklahoma and he was fantastic and hooked us up with several strains and they did great and it was great talking to him about child patients and all that too and another breeder that's really in it for the right reasons of dynasty and <coughs> relic genetics yeah someone definitely worth looking at yeah, that's, I always like that whenever they take a second to talk to you because you really rely a lot on meeting them in person to get a lot of information. Not that it's not reliable online, but being able to ask them any questions you could come up yeah. with in the moment. We actually did end up getting another one-to-one, -one, but we planted quite a few seeds. They were feminized, and they just kept popping up males. Yep, so it wasn't, didn't that was work a bummer. Out. I forgot about that. That did happen. What, other, what else we got going? Well, let's see. Banana Rita, Stropicana, um, Racelet, Pie Faced. Been, that, that one's kind of calling my name. Yeah. I think we started some Caramel Candy Kush Mothers earlier on. There's definitely some that we ran this year that I think we're thinking about running again that just did so good like the uh raspberry pie that just killed on the that turfs and impressive. had its own own personality and own own everything it was just such a joy to grow so so resilient too so resilient such it, an amazing turf profile that i mean 
when you're trimming and you're going through burping all the bags and everything, you know mm-hmm. when you open the rasp chair. You could pick up a random joint out of a bag of joints really and know if it was the rasp cherry pie. That was a really good one. And I think we're going to more than likely run the skull bucket again just because another one that just did so good in this Oklahoma weather, even though <clears throat> we had such a terrible season as far as the weather went with the drought and the rain and everything that happened with the storms and the reveg, but it still just did an amazing job. Such a yielder grows so fast. Great node space and that one was a definitely a keeper. Yeah, the terpenes were 3.5 on the raspberry. On the raspberry, oh well, yeah, no. That one that was a good one too. I mean, that's just that too. I was on the outdoor growing in this this terrible weather, no excuses to be really had, but for it to still do that good and pull yeah, up 3.5 on. Yep, 17.4 on the THC and then for the total 21, yeah. well-rounded. Yeah, flowering in the drought, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. How many turps did you say I had? Um, 3.5. Well, how many turp total count? Oh, let me, okay, the, the big thing oh, how like, ma- oh, how many different terpenes, gotcha. <laughs> and then the big thing we like to, you know, promote and something that we pay attention to in our test results that make us think if we want to run a strain 16. again is you know the the variety and the entourage effect you can get with all the different terps in it and the total of 16 different terps in that raspberry pie is you know a good sign of you know there's something to be had there for concentrates and it's pretty cool because the cherry squares that I'm going to refer to for my paperwork they have Pretty much all the same on those five, on the five top five are pretty That's cool. coinciding for them. I mean, they did, they did grow very similar in their structure. They, it kind of had that same kind of rotten stink yep. to it, you um, know? Yeah, it did. That's true. I mean, I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons we're running that cherry squares so again out in the too. greenhouse. Yeah. It's just got this kind of yeah. like rotten stink to it that is, you know, it's cool. But it's weird because... In the beginning, it doesn't really smell like that, but then it gets, it has a really sweet smell and then it turns almost mm-hmm. like it's getting, it's a, uh, what it, when, in wine, what is it called whenever it? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell the fermentation yeah, process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's that kind of, yeah, that fermentation. As it goes along, of, it just gets better and better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. Let's see. Um, so we talked in our last episode about going over some of the test results just so that people can feel more comfortable going into a dispensary and knowing just a little bit to gather their own information and come in you know well educated and willing to be able to look at the test results and, and know the difference try new strains yep. and feeling comfortable not, not quite feel so intimidated with the process that you're you know going into if you're not an experienced smoker or experienced with going into dispensaries and stuff or like even that. communicating a lot of people that are going in there have high levels of anxiety and mm-hmm. it, it's nice to just say hey can i you know, get your test results so that you can look at them and take yep. down your mental notes and go do your research. It's a, it's a great practice that I've seen several dispensaries that they'll just have the, the big old three inch three ring binder mm-hmm. sitting right there on the counter like opened that. up already with all their test results open from all the farms. You so see, you, can, you know, they're referencing them and giving you the best information they yes. can with the test results. Yes. And it's something cool too that, you know, say there's somebody else in the dispensary in line in front of you that you can kind of take a minute to go over and look at that and just kind of mm-hmm. scan through it and really look at all the numbers and a lot of the 
test results will have a picture of the flower on there also so you can kind of just really go through everything and get a feel for it and see what different farms the farm name that grew it is on there and also so you can see if it's just that dispensary selling only its own flowers if they have a variety of farms different flowers out there so maybe if one farm's flower isn't really doing it for you you can try something from another farm and really you know open up your options on the variety of what you're trying and what you're getting yeah that's a, that's definitely important to be able to go and look and know the difference and but if they don't got that binder you can just walk in there and ask hey we, i'd like to see the test results on your guys's flower that you have available so i can look at the terpene profiles and make a good educated decision on the flower i'd like to get for what i'm trying to cheat well the um one of the places we went to whenever we were um, taking test samples and everything in our paperwork, they had on the front of their jars the QR codes. So you could just go in with your phone and take a picture of it and scan it in and you'll have the test results right there on your phone. But so every single test that's done here in Oklahoma, they the front page will kind of give you a breakdown. It will tell you your strain names and you can see, like he said, the farms and the basic things that they test for, you can double check that they're passing everything. Your pesticides, your microbials, your myotoxins, your, um, the heavy metals and the foreign matter, you can all see quickly that it passed. That front sheet is very important for quickly looking at. Great quick reference. Yes, and it breaks down your THC, but also if you're you know really quick with it, you can see that it has the pine, hops, orange, cinnamon, and earthy. They're gonna show you your top five different terpenes. That's if, if it's, you know, a good reputable labs with, Correct. You know, with nice test results. There's some labs that aren't really on par with having test results that is easy to read for the patient or even yep. the bud tender to be able to give good, you know, input back out. So that's one thing to think about as growers or even as lab owners though is, you know, working with labs and making sure that the paperwork you're handing out is good and understandable to the patients and dispensaries and bud tenders that might be needing to read it and reference for their own needs. Um, but then on the second page, you can also just flip to the one with the um, cannabinoids and see what their total is because they're gonna, usually you only figure out the THC, which THC isn't the only thing that's in the cannabis. It's so, not the only thing that's going to give you an actual noticeable effect, too. A lot of people correct. forget that. You will get a noticeable effect by having these other ones in there. And we're, not, we're talking about, I mean, yeah, the high, but also clear-headedness, your physical feeling you're getting from it. It's not just something that we're talking about in a mythical kind of manner. You yeah. will actually noticeably benefit from these other numbers. So you can see it with ours, we have eight different um, cannabinoids, which is very important. We have a one on the Delta 9. I mean, it's just cool to go in and be able to see the difference. And you can note that it, well, for this particular, this is Steep Hill, and they break everything down so that you can see it a little bit better. But just being able to see those ones and knowing what's available through the strain. But so our um, THC for this one was a 14. And then for the total, it was 17.5. So you're really seeing there's a lot of percentage there of uh -huh. different cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. So if you're seeing a test result out there where, I mean, they got some big THC number, you know, we'll just say 20% for an example, they're pulling 25% THC, 
but then their full cannabinoid number is only 25.6 or 26%. They only have 1% extra cannabinoids going on, which is, you know, it, it, it could very much be so, but that's kind of a bummer. You're, you're missing out. You know, you're really so missing out on, on so much more yep. potential benefit from what you're buying. So what's the first one? Let's go over them. We're going to go over the top five and just kind of tell you a few things that the terpenes, the different terpenes treat. So you read them off and I'll find them. On the top five here for the cherry squares, we got pinene. One second. I got to pull it up. Which came out at a 0.616. So for the pinene, the benefits on those include antioxidant, antimicrobial, and neuroprotective properties. We got mycerine up next, which came out at 0.546%. Um, a powerful antibiotic, um, anti-inflammatory, and sedative. Then next up, we got caryphylene, which comes out at 0.302. And this one also has a potent anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, antibacterial, and antioxidant properties. And then we got humulene, which came out at... 0.266. And this one has antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, and anti-tumor um, effects. So, you, so by having just that, you know, wide variety, you get a lot of different benefits. And obviously, the numbers taper down as it goes down, but it's the entourage effect because a lot of them will have similar benefits to each other. So, you can, if you can have those multiple terpenes together. Their, their numbers and effects add up together, which is, you know, great. And this one also has 16 different terpenes. Um, whenever we, there's a few, a few different terms or meanings behind full spectrum, depending on who you're talking to in the cannabis industry. And what kind of product you're talking Correct. about, too. Um, for us, full spectrum is having the different cannabinoids available, having multiples. Um, a lot of the different strains you're going to see maybe one or two different cannabinoids, which... Um, doesn't offer as many benefits of having the full spectrum. Same thing with the terpenes. If mm -hmm. we're seeing any more, we like to see more than 13 just mm -hmm. to get that good variety in there to offer yeah. all different kind of benefits. Because there's so many people out there. I mean, a lot of people, one of the number one reasons you hear people want to use cannabis is for, for sleep or for appetite. And just having high THC is not necessarily going to guarantee you that effect. Correct. And Especially for somebody like, you know, if you're, you're a minor patient or you're using it for stomach reasons, mm -hmm. just high THC is not going to get you where you want. Like for our son Cooper, we'll use a trifecta blend, which is CBD, THC, and CB, and I think. CBN, I do believe. And it's a low dosage of the three of them combined that gives him the effect that he needs. And so if we were just going in with a THC only product, we would we'd, we'd get an effect, but not quite what we're after and we'd, we'd be lacking. So by having the full spectrum where you really have other options together, kind of gives you a better benefit and gets you where you're going. Definitely better bang for your buck. You mm -hmm. know, most people are available, you know. Whenever you're looking for a certain strain, you sometimes don't have the money to spend for your medicinal side to it. Yep. You have to. So if if you can if you can still have good THC numbers because we have plenty of strains that are up in the twenty percent of the THC, but then their full cannabinoids is 25, 26, 27 yeah. percent. 
So you can still, you know, get a good bang for your buck THC strain and still have all those other cannabinoids in it. You don't have to sacrifice all the other cannabinoids just for THC. And I mean, it's one of those little things that isn't really heard much outside of the industry, but a lot of shady labs out there and stuff like that are poor quality labs that don't quite talk about it or don't test fairly for those other numbers they're really just focused on that thc don't realize how much of a damage it's doing one reason we kind of keep recommending steep hill or saying their name is they're very reputable so many dispensaries are excited to see that we're using them for our test results because they know how trustworthy and reliable they are and that what products we're bringing them are the real deal because if we if we got their stamp then it's showing that we pass pass the standard yeah and we are, um, I always do a post on Highway Mama Toki with our last um, podcast. I'm also going to attach some test results just so you can see them. And if you guys have any questions about the test results or you get somewhere and you see something that you don't really understand, feel free to ask us. We want to make this a comfortable environment where people can bring their questions up and we can answer them. We want to make sure that people are having the information available to them to do their own research because it's very important that you don't rely solely on mm-hmm. bud tenders. They have they have a lot of work cut out for them yes. that we, you know, as people as growers we see that when we go in and yep. talk to them. We'd, we'd love to be able to as a patient go in and rely on the bud tender to help us as if they were a pharmacist, but the reality is is they're not trained like that and they're not necessarily in a situation where they're going to have the time or the ability to do that because they got a lot to do on their end as a customer service Correct. person. So yeah. if we can go in educated, it can, it can help everybody out that much more and we can really all get a better experience from it. And then we can also help each other that much more too and really talk to new patients or when we're recommending cannabis to somebody, really kind of help give that new patient a foundation to go into the dispensary on it. Absolutely. Alrighty. Well, it's awesome, guys. Hopefully, we said something y'all liked, and maybe if you got any ideas, you want to have some stuff you want to hear us talk about, please shoot us a message. We we'd love to talk about the topics that are of interest to you and get to know all you guys a bit more. Heck yeah! Alrighty, thank you. We appreciate you guys. See you later.